It's grilling season. Yeah. Do you have a Do you have a grill? I do. What do you like to grill? Um, I tend not to actually use the grill because it's hard when it's just like one uh, one single, person. I, yeah. I hear a party coming on. Uh, maybe. What are we having? Um, a, a grill cleaning party. <laughs> Does it need? You know, every few years I give up on cleaning and I just buy a new one. Oh. It's really not wasteful of me whatsoever. No, that's completely normal. <laughs> Is it? Um, sure. Well, at least I use mine. everybody welcome to the 23 podcast michael puppis here with father jeff Macbeth. hey everybody and it's good to uh well i can't see you all but it's good to be with you all know that we're in your presence somehow and with your spirits amen uh so this weekend we're going into memorial day weekend it's here it is the unofficial start to summer get out your white get out your oh because you can <laughs> do you abide by those rules um guess no, we, <laughs> there's only one little bit of white that's right you can wear white shoes uh, that'd be may, a statement maybe i uh uh save this story for another day but no please when don't. i was um i was in east toledo you know i would go over to the little sisters of the poor a lot and when father joe was over living over there and yeah this was like november and i i didn't realize at the time that the nuns wore different um color habits a lot some wore black some wore white oh. and i didn't find out till afterwards father joe told me that the ones who wore white are nurses to kind of distinguish the ones who are nurses from oh. the ones who are not. Um, but I didn't know that, and so I was making some kind of comment. Being rude. To a sister wearing oh, no. white that it was, you know, it was November, so it was, it was after Labor Day. So she uh, she didn't find it as amusing as I did. <laughs> uh, I think that's a great story. I think so. I, I'm sure she's laughing about it now. You remember that one time Father Jeff got hit by a nun? Yeah. yeah that was. No, there's there's a couple other times. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We'll save those for future episodes <laughs> of the podcast. So yeah, this weekend's Memorial Day, but not to be upstaged by Memorial Day. It's Pentecost. Yeah. This is a great way to bring the end of the Easter season to culmination, which we'll get into a little bit. Just highlighting some things that have been going on over the last few weeks. Last weekend... We had the ordination of our good friend, Chris Turner. That's great. Deacon Chris. I know. Good to have him at Mass. Awesome homily, as we knew he would uh, do. Pe- and People really seem to enjoy yeah, having him great. here at Mass, and uh, it's always good to spend time with him. The ordination was a beautiful liturgy yeah. down at the beautiful cathedral. Beautiful day. My daughter, Emery, when we walked into the cathedral, she's never been there before, mm-hmm. said, where are the screens? That's hilarious. And I said, well, this church isn't hip enough to have them. Wow. So... <laughs> So good times. Good I'm sure times. It's part of the Living Christ campaign. Is it to put screens in the cathedral? Oh my! I'm sure I read that somewhere. Uh, well, plug it in. Plug it in. Uh, also coming up here at the parish, we have our parish Mud Hens Night, being sponsored by Twenty Three Student Ministries. Yep. So if you want to join, are you going to the ballpark? I don't think so. Actually, I don't. I don't know why not. Father's not going to the ballpark, but if you want to go to the ballpark on Tuesday, June sixth. Uh, you can go over to 23.church and reserve your tickets. According to the website, there's an all-you-can-eat buffet. That's right. So you had me at 
eat, eat. eat <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be out of town, so we cannot go gotcha. either. But should be a great uh, night at the Mud Hens. My, we, we try. I try to go to at least one Mud Hens game a mm-hmm. year. My mm-hmm. disciple group usually goes. Nice. Together. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't been yet. So. We are going at the end of June. Oh, I always enjoy going though. A lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. I didn't know a buffet was an option, though. I know. But especially, you know, growing up with the Ned Skelton Stadium, it's just oh, a whole yeah. different uh, scene, which is which is really great. And I still appreciate it all these years later, just how, how much better it is. For sure. Yeah, it's a great experience. So if you'd want to join, you can reserve your tickets over at 23.church. Okay, uh, let's get into some readings for this week. As we mentioned before, it is Pentecost. Great readings. Great opportunities for focusing on the role of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. a great psalm. There's just lots of great things. A, a lot of great stuff. A lot of great it's, things happening. You can wear your red. You can wear your red to Mass. Yeah. Fantastic. Fire the Holy Spirit. Though it's funny, there was a, cu- a couple last week, they were both wearing red. I'm like, you got the wrong week. <laughs> One week ahead. I know. You missed it I just know. by seven days. Just missed it. Our pia- the piano I play is red. There you go. It's a Pentecost piano hmm. played by Puppis. Oh, uh, hey. Alliter- alliterations. Alliterations for days. Lion. Uh, it's Your alliteration a, game is strong. You know, when I think about Pentecost, though, I do think, and wearing red, mm-hmm. you've seen the photo, I'm sure, of when we had our groundbreaking for the church back mm-hmm. in 2017. It was the Feast of Pentecost. Mm-hmm. And we have that beautiful picture yeah. of everybody standing around where yeah. the new building would be wearing their Pentecost red. Yeah, I've, I've been to Connection Point. I've heard all about you've heard, it. You've heard all about it. Mm-hmm. It's, a, um, it's a cool picture, so... Okay, let's dive into what looks to be a very short gospel reading. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll read it slow. So (laughs) interestingly, though, I mean, this is, uh, you know, from John chapter 20. So we actually heard this on the second Sunday of Easter. Oh, we just go back and listen to that podcast. Yeah, We're going to take the the rest of the day off. Yeah, of course. I mean, that um, passage, you know, includes all the verses about Thomas and, and not being there and all those, all that. And so this is just the first part what we would have heard just a few um, weeks ago. Well, maybe we should read this, but we should also maybe read through Acts of the Apostles today. Oh, I think that's very appropriate. All right. Yeah, I like that idea. All right, so this is, uh, again, this is on Easter evening. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. That's it. That's it. The gospel of the Lord. Yeah. Short and simple. Yep. Obviously, very appropriate, though, to tie to what we were alluding to with our first reading from Acts of the Apostles. Yep. So let's jump over there. Right. So this is the actual account of that uh, Pentecost Sunday. Uh, Pentecost actually was um, a Jewish uh, feast already, and so it wasn't—it was already established. It, it was a barley harvest feast. It was also a time where they recounted— uh, the giving of uh, Moses giving of the law, mm-hmm. so uh, claiming them as you know their own birth as God's covenant people, and of course Pentecost we we consider the birthday of the church mm-hmm. um, because of what we're we're about to hear. 
by the way, the word Pentecost does mean 50 days. So it's 50 days after the Passover. Like anything that's five. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of hear it in the name. So when the time for Pentecost was fulfilled, they were all in one place together. And suddenly there came from the sky a noise like a strong driving wind, and it filled the entire house in which they were. Then there appeared to them tongues as a fire, which parted and came to rest on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them to proclaim. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven staying in Jerusalem. At the sound they gathered in a large crowd, but they were confused because each one heard them speaking in his own language. They were astounded in amazement. They asked, are not all these people who are speaking Galileans? Then how does each of us hear them in his native language? We are Parthians, Medes, and Elamites, inhabitants of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia, and Pamphylia, Egypt and the districts of Libya near Cyrene, as well as travelers from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, yet we hear them speaking in our own tongues of the mighty acts of God. I think one cool tie-in with this um, passage from Acts chapter 2 and our gospel is is the spirit and the whole, with the wind and the breath that Jesus breathes, you know, out the Holy Spirit um, there on Easter night. And then on Pentecost, we see uh, before the Holy Spirit comes down in the tongues of fire, there's this strong driving wind. Mm. And uh, I don't know if we talked about this before, but the, the word spirit and the word breath is actually kind of the same word. It's ruah. It's one of those words that sounds like how it's pronounced, like breath. Onomatopoeia. Yeah. Is that, well, look at you. You know all the uh, English. You're like, you I'm must here. have brushed up on like eighth grade English I, this morning. I was listening to an eighth grade English podcast on nice. my way over. You're, you party like a rock star. Ooh, good song. So, yeah. um, so we were talking about this with some folks the other day, and so there's sort of these different, you know, so Jesus breathes up the Holy Spirit you know, on the apostles on, on Easter Sunday, and then we see, you know, the strong driving wind and the, the Holy Spirit coming down to all of them that were gathered mm-hmm. uh, there. It's like, well, it seems like there's like two comings of the Holy Spirit then. Sure. You know, but it's actually, if we look back, of course, the Holy Spirit, because he's one of the three persons of the Holy Trinity has always existed and always been active. We see in you know Genesis chapter 1 how the Spirit breathed, again, Spirit breath breathes over the waters, enabling them to bear and have life. Yeah. And Genesis chapter 2, you know, God makes Adam and breathes life into, into Adam. Sure. Um, you know, we see that throughout the Old Testament, thinking of Ezekiel, I think it's 36, you know, where... Uh, he prophesies these these dry bones, and they come up, and you know the Lord's like he says, only you can breathe life into them, Lord. And uh, so we see the Holy Spirit really active, of course, throughout all of, of creation, which I mean makes sense. Sure. Um, so Pentecost isn't the first time we're sort of sort of hearing about it. You know, as you say that, it actually brings back in my mind a moment of Chris's ordination mass last weekend that really stuck out to me. And it was during the laying of hands. So as uh, a person receives holy orders, hands are laid upon them, just like in confirmation, there's a laying of hands. Uh, And I don't know if you caught it, but the bishop took in a very deep breath and exhaled Hmm. profoundly as he did it. There was Mm. like this this, um, very specific 
uh, way that he chose to do it. And it's kind of a cool reminder hearing what you're talking about, like how how the movement of the Holy Spirit and breath has been passed down. And we even hear this in this weekend's readings, even seeing our own friend becoming ordained. Mm -hmm. There's still like this obviously movement of the Holy Spirit through the sacraments, but also breath was even Mm -hmm. a part of it. then. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. very cool. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but we've also all received that Holy Spirit through baptism and then sealed in the Holy Spirit through confirmation. Sure. We, we have uh, those gifts as well. And I think a Pentecost is a good time to remind us of the gifts we've already received. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would just sort of stir that up, you know, and ask that it they'd be stirred up uh, each and every day. Um, we don't read the whole uh, second reading, but I love the very last line. It says, they were all given to drink of one spirit. Mm. Um, which is just a sort of a, a really cool uh, image too, and and drink. We're not thinking like, like a little espresso or something that, you know, or like, <laughs> you know, this little tiny, dainty teacup, yeah. or like, like you feed a like a, a little baby bird with an eye, eye dropper or something like that. I mean, yeah. like this is like gushing, right? Like a like, overflowing, like, right? Chugging it, drinking um, out of a fire hose. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Should I come up with other images for you? Um, no, I think that's that was good. Okay, all yeah. right. Thank you. Just trying to overachieve as usual. Uh, you know, too, the whole idea of Holy Spirit breath, uh, even like what you're talking about, like the movement of water. There, there's motion, right? Mm-hmm. Like we are, we are animated. We are given life. Um, you know, d- we should never take for granted the breath, each breath that we get Mm -hmm. to take, even Mm -hmm. though it is involuntary and we do take it for granted at times, Mm -hmm. but the Holy spirit is someone that moves within us Mm -hmm. and uh, sustains us all the way back to what we hear in the account of the gospel, what we hear in the account of the acts of the apostles, how we hear it passed down through scripture. When we receive it in our own sacraments, it's all linked and tied together, which is a really beautiful um, kind of reflection we can take this week as how is the Holy Spirit active and moving in my life? And am I, am I aware to that presence and to that movement? And part of the um, what we remember on Pentecost always is that not just the birth of the church then, but the mission. And, you know, I was thinking that when you mentioned the word motion, um, that we're meant to move. Um, I was thinking back to, you know, the gospel from... Um, Ascension, but I think we heard a couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, the, uh, I think it was maybe the first reading, yeah, from uh, from Ascension where it talked about, you know, men of Galilee, why are you standing looking up at the sky? You know, <laughs> right. like he's gone, uh, but now you're the body of Christ and you got to get to work. Right. Uh, but we need the Holy Spirit to breathe that into us. Mm. And, and like I said, just give that, give us life in just our, our living the Christian life and being you know, the presence of God in the world. Maybe we should be singing this weekend, I like to move it, move it. Mm-hmm. That could be a very appropriate Pentecost song. I think so. I think people would really be jamming in the pews mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if they could be jamming. Yeah. In <laughs> wow. I got no reaction from you on yeah, that. Yeah, I was, we're, we're just going to keep moving. Yeah. We're going to move it, move it on to the <laughs> next topic. Uh, <laughs> so this weekend, too, we also have the beautiful Pentecost sequence. You'll remember we did one on Easter Sunday. Uh, and then on the church calls for a sequence on Pentecost too. Again, another beautiful text, 
that shouldn't be glossed over. You know, take some time. You can find it at USCCB on the list of the day's readings, actually. Um, There's just a ton there. I mean, that's it's such a rich, um, you know, a rich prayer that um, it really could take a lot of reflection because, you know, we talk about what does the Holy Spirit do, actually? Well, in the sequence, it, it's a whole bunch of stuff, <laughs> you know, uh, that we that we all the that Holy we all need. Spirit to do list. Mm-hmm. Oh, here mm-hmm. we go, another list of things to do. Yeah, well, but I think that it shows in God's love for us, you know, what He wants to to give us, you know, whether it's you know that the comfort that the Holy Spirit brings, um, or, you know, the rest the Holy Spirit brings, the consolation, um, the, our desire to be filled uh, in life. Um, our desire to, you know, there's one line on, on our dryness, pour your dew, you mm. know, that I mean, we all feel dry sometimes yeah. in life. Uh, and that sort of reanimation, that re given to drink the chug of the, of the spirit. Um, yeah. And then just help us to, to enter into the Christian life. Mm. You know, w- one of the questions that I thought might be good to talk about today is, how in your time, even, and I'm putting you on the spot, so mm-hmm. you're, you're welcome. It's not like we're right. re- recording this or anything. But in your time as a priest, mm-hmm. like since you've been ordained mm-hmm. through your different assignments, how have you seen the Holy Spirit like molding you mm-hmm. as a priest over the last, you know, how many years have you been ordained? Uh, 17. Oh, my gosh, you're I a teenager. Know. That's right. Almost an adult. <laughs> <laughs> but almost. Yeah, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you I think in part, I mean, we, Jesus says, "Without me, you can do nothing," and it's the same for the other persons of the Trinity, sure, as well. And so, I mean, I think a lot of it, especially more than recent years, you know, helping to pray, um, pray with other people. Um, you know, I I start out every homily. I've done this for a few years now by just sort of, you know, out loud, just saying, "Really quiet, come Holy Spirit," because mm. um, I need that. Um, I think you know, I used to write out my homilies. I don't so much anymore. And I mean, I attribute all that. Um, you know, some people have said in the past, oh, you just must be more comfortable. I'm like, well, I was never uncomfortable. Yeah. Honestly, it was a movement of the Holy Spirit uh, through uh, being prayed over with the baptism in the Holy Spirit. So I think that was one of the fruits of of that. Um, Let's not gloss over that for a moment. Cause I figured you might pick up on that. Yeah, I, I think for those not listening may not, really know what you're talking about yeah it's just uh someone you know again like i mentioned before we receive the holy spirit through the sacraments and but sometimes that grace of god just needs to be stirred up mm-hmm. um that um we need to call upon that and not just let that gift sit on the shelf and so to pray that that just be moved in a in a new way and that god move in our life in a new way it does say also you know in our second reading from pentecost that everyone's been given a, a gift for the good mm-hmm of the of the church and that's part of what can come from that that prayer to have the holy spirit just sort of stirred up in us sure uh is that those gifts can can come out more fully and whatever god wants to um bring forth so this is something that you personally experienced when people prayed over you yeah i, I didn't think it it's so funny i didn't think it took right away um <laughs> but but you know people noticed a difference that I didn't even notice, you know, afterwards, wow. uh, which was, which was really cool. And then I, again, like I said, I think just how my style has just sort of changed over the years, you yeah. know, with that, um, 
kind of more to what I'd always envisioned. Like when you wear um, white, that kind of style? Right. Like your white yeah. shirt. Okay. Like I just wanted to make sure. Memorial Day. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that, that, I think, is a definite, um, you know, something I can point to in my own life. But, I mean, really, it's it's so many, so many even little things every day, inspirations mm. and and whatnot um, that I try to appreciate more and more. But That's great. You far exceeded my expectations in wow. your response. Yeah. Usually I, I do well with low expectations, so <laughs> just in general. <laughs> no, we have high expectations for you. Dang. That's because we want the best for you, and I we appreci- love you. I appreciate that. Hey, um, just thinking, kind of tying back all of our thoughts, this just kind of popped into my head talking about going into summer and kind of mm-hmm. the, the next few months as we get a little more into the relaxed season of life. Maybe this is a great time to pray this weekend, like, Come Holy Spirit yeah. and just be with me over these summer months and let let all that I do, whether it's work or vacation or family time, whatever it may be, be a true reflection and the work of you in my life. And I, I just that that prayer, come Holy Spirit, and so many circumstances in our life is so powerful. Yeah. Amen. Let's pray that. Oh, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Yeah, we thank you for for you and for the life that you have poured into us. We thank you for loving us so much that um, you do have a special um, purpose for each of us. And above all, that purpose is to live your life of love and make your presence known. Um, Holy Spirit, just help us to remind us uh, who you are, that you are there, and that um, you give us so many uh, gifts, and your presence abides in us in so many ways, and give us the grace to call upon you and uh, in so many circumstances of our life which we know uh, we need you um, to breathe new life into us, um, to shower us anew with your goodness. God, we love you. We thank you for your love for us. Sustain us this day and each day in that love, in the Holy Spirit, and through Christ our Lord. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for another episode of the 23 Podcast. We'll see you for Pentecost this weekend. Amen. God bless you all.